Hello, welcome to another week of Here If You Need, the very special Melbourne Vixens podcast celebrating all things netball and all things the Vixens. Um, it's a very unique episode today as I say hello to my co-host, Sherelle McMahon. Good morning. How are you going, Stanners? I've got a little friend coming in to say hello this morning. Oh, say hello, it's Ruby. Ruby. <laughs> oh, very good. So I'll try it's not to be distracted by her. Yeah, it's great to have some little extra co-hosts, some helping hands. Hey, Ruby, great to see you. And I tell you what, our, our guest today on the podcast, I mentioned it's unique. It's unique for good reason because we're actually on the road. <laughs> well, we're, we're on the road with the Vixens uh, and we have been, of course, through this podcast as we've been joining Hub Life. But we're literally on the road at the moment, aren't we, Vickers? Uh, we're joined by two of the youngsters, Jackie Newton and Al McDonald. Girls, where are you off to? It looks like you're uh, certainly tucked in the back seat there on a road trip. Yeah, we are. We're lucky to have our day off today. So we've just got a little squad road trip planned to the Gold Coast. So we're very lucky today. So Gold Coast is in movie land, movie world, sea world, uh, wet and wild, something like that. Oh yeah, going to all the theme parks today. Um, <laughs> no, we, we no, no. Um, we'll just have a nice relaxing day with the girls and hopefully enjoy at the beach. Well, Elle, just give us a bit of a tour of the. I mean, there's there's a lot of space in the car, but there's a few um, familiar faces nearby. Just, yes. Uh, Swing the camera around. Um, so we have Katie here. <laughs> Give us a wave, Katie. Um, and in the front, we have Ali Smith. <laughs> and driving and concentrating very hard is Honey. <laughs> was, there, was there a bargain on those bucket hats or something? Or is that just coincidence that the two girls have got the bucket hats together? Uh, no, we were very lucky to get a nice little box of goodies from Budgie Smugglers yesterday. So you'll see a few of the girls walking around with those hats on. Yeah. Oh, cute. Nice. And obviously new bathers as well. Do they come with new bathers or just the hat? Um, there was. A- I think there's a few keep cups and just other little accessories like that. So um, all the girls are very grateful and happy um, to get a few little gifts. Cool. Hey, uh, ladies, let's chat a little bit of netball. And, and Chaz, I want to... Speak to you first. Um, a really, really um, fighting victory um, just a few days back against the Giants, the Vixens, by some five goals. And, and these two ladies, um, they've been really, really taking advantage of the whole rolling subs, haven't they? Yeah, certainly. And, and firstly, on the, uh, the game against the Giants, you're right, it was a fighting win. That's a great way to describe it. Obviously, um, the things didn't click into gear quite as well as we would have liked in that first half. But one of the great things, and I think a mark of a good mature team and a really great team is being able to fight your way back into a game when you get yourselves down. So I think that the girls did that really well and um, that, that will be a great experience for them going forward too. So that, that's a really exciting um, win for them and an important one. Um, given what had happened with the Giants too. And that would have been a, a bit of an emotional kind of time for the Giants. Yeah. So I think they, they rode that really well um, and have set up the second half of the season really well. But you're right, Ellen, Jackie have um, graced the court for the Melbourne Vixens, uh, Jack a couple of times and Elle for that, that one go. So tell us what it was like, girls. Tell us what it was like um, heading, heading out on the court with the Vixens for the first time. Okay. Um, it was very exciting. Obviously, 
I was a bit different to Ellen that Simone did come and let me know to say get ready to go on so it wasn't quite as a surprise as it was for Elle here so um, it was a bit different but definitely enjoying having that opportunity and especially progressing a couple of rounds after to kind of build on um, that time and be a bit more consistent. Yeah, and for me, you, I, I guess um, you, yeah, you don't get a whole lot was, of time to think about it, hey? No, so it all happened very quickly and um, I initially didn't see Kate Maloney actually hurt herself. So um, when Simone looked down at the bench and said, I'll get ready, you're going on. And um, yeah, it was all very sudden, but I think um, having that time out just gave me a couple of moments just to sort of take it in and um, yeah, it was a surreal moment, but I'm just really excited for the opportunity and um, it was really nice how the girls all got around me and just made me feel comfortable to step onto the court. And Elle, you did, you found the circle really well. Some of those feeds in were, were really great. You've got, that's one of the strengths of your game, that touch into the circle. Did you feel like there was a nervousness that was sitting around that or did you just, once you got on court, did it just click into playing? What, what was the actual experience like? Yeah, I think um, after that first touch um, and the whistle went, um, yeah, you just sort of switch into game mode. And um, I guess we're very lucky to have such like elite and experienced players around to just sort of make um, that swap seamless. But um, yeah, I think it was just an awesome experience. And as I said, just tried to take it all in. And um, yeah, I just love being out there. And as a result, of that court time, how much do you grow professional as as a as a as a player? I mean, you can definitely feed off that confidence now. And what was what did Simone have to say to each of you after after making you know your presence known on the court? Um, I guess it's just nice to know when, for example, on game day now, it's not like intense terror and nervousness it's more just anticipation and like excitement and stuff like that because obviously you don't want to feel nervous going out there you want to be comfortable and know that you can play your role so it's nice just developing and kind of getting rid of the nerves and getting more into game mode so that's what I like about it yeah I think for me um it was just like the confidence that Simone has in me to um actually put me on the court to feel the role of um, someone like Kate Maloney. I think um, that definitely stands for something. And, um, yeah, I've just um, – it was, yeah, it was such a good experience. Um, well, let's – um, sorry, oh, you, go. You go, Stannis, you go. <laughs> no, I was just going to – I just want to learn a little bit more about, about each of you. I want to start with you, Elle, because there's been – I've read a lot of articles um, – about you from the, the local media in Seymour. Um, you're, a, you're a big deal up in Seymour. She's and, very and Jack, I'll get, She's a very I'll get to you, Jack, I'll get to you very, very shortly because it's very similar for you uh, on the border um, because you're from a, a family farm up that way. But Elle, I want to start with you. What was it like sort of growing up and playing netball in and around Seymour in country Victoria? Because I know that you sort of, early doors, you didn't actually get selected in the state teams and all that? Yeah, well, I'm actually not from Seymour. I'm actually just a Melbourne girl, but um, <laughs> I went up to Seymour just to play some country footy netball at the Seymour Football Netball Club. And I guess they've kind of adopted me up there. And um, last couple of years, I've spent a big chunk of my life there um, 
working at the high school and um, I do love that community so much and I'm just really happy to be able to help out with coaching the last couple of years there. But um, yeah, it's been great, the support that they've shown me just as a club, but also as a community um, has been really overwhelming. And um, yeah, I definitely like, obviously unfortunate that they haven't been able to get a season up and running um, this year, but um, we actually won the flag last year so um i guess we get to hold on to that and be reigning premiers for another year but um yeah i'm excited for what they can do in 2021 and um wishing everyone well back in seymour i love how country areas just embrace athletes that come in (laughs) and i mean i had that same experience although i obviously grew up in the country and i think the entire region of country victoria it doesn't matter where if you're outside of melbourne it was like they took me as their own and I love that I love going up into those country areas and Jack for you you did grow grow up in the country and you you've got that farm base um what's the experience been like with the support that you've got given um through that community because obviously you know it's it's hard to believe and remember in fact that the summer we had previous to this COVID situation was the bushfires and your family was really heavily impacted by that yeah, it's been a very interesting 2020, I will say that much. So, um, no, I'm just happy to be here playing netball and every time I call mum and dad back home, obviously Wodonga hasn't had that many cases or any cases really, but they've still got their masks on and all these restrictions. So it's a really weird time for them being in the country because it's not a big COVID presence, but it's still affecting them. So it's a bit strange, but I was very lucky in that the netball big pathway still kind of caters for people in those country towns. So... Playing football netball on a Saturday morning is obviously, like, the norm there. If you're not playing a sport on a Saturday morning, it's a bit like, oh, what do you do with your weekends then? So I just grew up playing netball like that and the support that they gave me to kind of go from there into the rep program, into, like, association champs all the way up and it all started at grassroots. So, I mean, I wasn't very good when I was a kid. I was scrawny and the ball looked too heavy in my hands and it just was a disaster, but I kind of Absolutely, you've come a long way. And you're both teachers, is that right? Yes. Oh, there you go. In unison as well, yes. <laughs> We've been spending a lot of time together. Yeah. <laughs> we were quarantine roommates, so we've come a long way. Yes. And, yeah, we'll talk- sorry, go, Shaz. I was just going to say, tell us about that. It's Hub Life. I mean, you, you've had this amazing experience and opportunity to be involved with the Vixens, with um, the extended benches this year. Um but it's such a different experience that you would normally have in a normal season where you'd be based at home and just coming in and out of that. What, what's it been like for you in, in that, um, that first experience for you being with the group and being in quite an intense environment that there's kind of no outlet? Or are you, are you comfy? What's it, what's it like? What's the experience been like? Um, well, we're very lucky and we're being taken very, very well taken care of. So I think we can count our blessings there, especially being in Queensland having that little bit of extra freedom and stuff like that. So we are very lucky, but in particular, those first two weeks of quarantine, it was just, it was just so weird because you weren't allowed to do anything. And when we'd have to walk to the bus, you kind of savour that time outside because <laughs> that's all you'd get. And then when you get off the bus at training and then we'd come home. So we did find ways to fill our time. It wasn't too bad. And now that we're out of quarantine and in the hub, um, we do have that little bit of extra freedom. Not so much now that the restrictions are kind of tightening back up, but 
we're still very lucky in comparison. So, yeah. Yeah, and I've just loved, um, like, getting closer with all the girls. Yeah. Um, obviously, like, the training environment, everyone, um, we, you know, we're all there and supportive of each other. But I think it's just different to get to know everyone on a bit more of a personal level and, yeah, just really build some other connections off court. And um, I think that's showing in the way that we're playing um, as well. So, yeah, that's been really good. And now just on that, is it like a big um, school camp and in many respects, like a netty nerd's greatest dream? Like we spoke to Kath Cox and even had a cameo from Liz Ellis last week. They seem like they're just absolutely frothing on this whole experience <laughs> because all they're doing is talking netball, um, you know, pretty much 24 hours a day. Yeah, I guess you can um, compare it a bit to a school camp. Um <laughs> having everyone there. And I suppose we've got like our teachers in the likes of um, Simone and Di. Um, but no, I think um, everyone's yeah really getting along and embracing it. And, you know, I think um, Sue's back um, at Vixen's uh, midcourt coach actually said, it's like you're going on a netball holiday. So um, yeah, just love the experience. And I think everyone's doing that. Hey, Shaz, we might dive into some questions from our fans. We've got some absolute beauties this week and it comes... Uh, with thanks to our great partners on here, if you need, Deakin University Digital is in Deakin University's DNA, 40 years of experience in distance and online learning. Discover why they're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved, study online at Deakin. Let's start with Mel. She's going to kick us off. And it's a question to both of you. Hopefully you've got different answers. I dare say it may be the same. Who is your funniest teammate? Um, I would say Emily Mannix. She's a goofball. I don't know what she's talking about half the time, but she's fantastic. I love her sense of humour. It's just so funny. I do agree, but um, I would say Katie is up there. She just makes me laugh. And, um, yeah, she's always got a smile on her face and um, making sure everyone else is smiling with her too. Does she agree with that assessment? Katie, what do you think about that? Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah she, she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> She'll claim it. that might be the case. <laughs> Jazz, uh, there's a few okay. great questions there yeah I've got a couple here one's from Kristen um, and I heard this too that you cook dinner for Caitlin and Tegan and now anyone who's following them on social media would know that Caitlin's actually quite a good cook and she's often sharing uh, recipes and things so what was on the menu how did it go you look a bit worried um, it was <laughs> Sasha and I so Sasha's my roommate at the minute Caitlin and, and Tegan are always like if they've got leftovers, they'll say, come get it. Or like, do you guys want to join us for dinner? And we're like, we need to pay them back, return the favour. So we thought we'd have them for a nice um, across the hall mate dinner. And it felt like we were on MasterChef, like the stress <laughs> and the pressure. Like we just built it up way too much. And they came in like, we can help, you know, like it's not a big deal. We're like, no, it is. Like, I think I walked in mid-cook and it was very formal. And <laughs> they were both slaving <laughs> over the, the stove and I thought, I better just leave you guys to it. She did. She left. She um, <laughs> what was the... Um, it literally was the easiest thing to cook. But also we had a nice bruschetta. Um, and then for Maine, we had a roast vegetable and chicken salad. That was it. <laughs> and what's the verdict? How did you go in the kitchen? Oh, they said they like, personally, I thought it was great. But I'm very easy to please when it comes to food. And Caitlin and Tegan said they enjoyed it as well. So I'm just going to hold them to their word on that one. We'll never know. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to say that was disgusting, are they? Probably. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I mean, I sure hope not, but no, it was actually very nice. It was a nice evening and hopefully we'll be able to exchange a bit more stress-free dinners in the future. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, um, there's another one here from Georgia and I always like this one because it allows for a bit of reflection. I mean, I know you girls are still very early on in your career, but at this point, is there any advice that you would give to your teenage self as you were going not through netball, but also maybe through life? Elle, we'll come to you first. Um, I think it's just all about determination, like just that never give up um, attitude. I know um, in netball, it's likely that you're going to get some setbacks. And um, I know I experienced a few of them growing up, but um, look, if you love the game and it's what you want to do and it's what you're passionate about, just keep going and um, learn something from every coach that you have. I think that's a big one for me. Like whether um, you know, I excelled or the team excelled. I think um, I always took something away from my coach and um, I've been able to continue um, applying that knowledge to my game. That's great, Ellen. Can I just pick up on that? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the, the setbacks. Just because uh, a, lot of, a lot of young girls at home will be keen to hear from you about how they can build that adversity. What, what, what do you mean by the, the setbacks? Is that in terms of selection or coming up through the ranks? Yeah, um, I suppose in terms of netball, um, you know, my pathway was a little bit different. I didn't, um, mm. you know, get selected in state teams and things like that. Um, but I was really lucky to still be involved with the VNL, which is such a strong competition. Mm. And um, to work my way through under-19s, Division One, and then Championship, um, that was always something that I wanted to play. And that was a goal of mine to make a championship team. And um that wasn't the easiest journey. I know I moved clubs to try and give myself better opportunities and things like that. Um, but then also with like the, the A&L tryouts and things like that, I um, just was persistent and I just, you know, kept taking the opportunity and had that what have I got to lose attitude. And, um, yeah, I'm really glad that last year it paid off and I got to be a part of the Fury team and, um also win a premiership with them and I think that's really um, helped me with gaining the training partnership with um, the Vixens this year. That's really refreshing. Thanks so much for sharing that because I think that will help a lot of young girls out there listening and who might not be embarking on the most traditional sort of pathway to, to, to achieving their dreams. So it's really, really lovely. Um, Jackie, what, what about you? What, what advice would you have um, to your teenage self? And, and I guess as an extension of that, what's sort of been the biggest challenge of your, of your netball pathway so far? Uh, I think for me, I would give my teenage self a lot of advice, but the main one would just be <laughs> kind of the same as Elle, just kind of taking any opportunities because... For example, I was kind of in the same boat as me. I didn't actually make the Fury team the year before being a Vixens training partner. So when I got invited to go to some of those Vixens trainings, it was just like, if you like get that opportunity, you just got to like, same thing. What have I got to lose? Obviously there's someone out there I want to impress. So I just want to give it my all and know that when I leave this training today that I won't regret anything. So yeah, I guess it's just about giving your all and any opportunities you've got really to take them. And then on the other side of that, I would just say, look after yourself as well, just to be, the best player that I can be on court, just having an outlet outside of netball and not letting it kind of 
take over my entire life. Like having a little outlet or having a mental switch off sometimes can really help your performance on court because when you get out there, your intensity is up and you're just ready to play. Yeah, that's a really good one too. And obviously um, for all of the girls, that balance is really important. You, you don't ever want to focus too much of your energy in, in one area, no matter what it is that you're doing. Um, and I guess possibly a challenge in the hub life when kind of it's a little bit difficult. So it's great to see you girls heading off and going to the Gold Coast and um, having a bit of a, a different outlook on things. This is another one. I really like this question from Zoe that's come in because um, I'm always really interested in what motivates people and what pushes people. So her question is, what makes you want to practice? Um, so, you know, I think maybe the easier answer is, you know, because you want to get fitter, but is there a deeper underlying push? Like what is the real underlying push for you, Jackie, first and then for you, Elle, on, on what actually makes you want to get out there and do it? Uh, I think for me, obviously, what you said, like, you do want to be fitter, you want to be better, you want to have those skills, but also I just want to be able to produce a game or a training session that I'm proud of or that I really feel like I've put out 100%. So, for example, if I played a Fury match last year and then watched that footage back and then see myself, like, not put the hard effort into dictate or, like, lazy hands over the shot or bad contact, stuff like that, like, kind of look back and be like, Jackie, what were you doing, like, be better and that just makes me want to improve so that when I look back I can say that I did everything that I wanted to do. Yeah, cool. And yeah, I think for me um, it's like I've always just wanted to be the best that I can be and I think I've got quite a competitive nature so whether I'm competing with myself or my teammates and just trying to push to be as good as them or to beat them, um, I know like that really drives me with a lot of um you know our pre-season things and um some of those real challenging fitness things that we've um experienced this year but um yeah I think for me like I always just want to keep improving so um yeah I suppose like learning from um your coaches but also just making sure you're doing all the right things in terms of recovery and um your own fitness um yeah Cheryl, yeah, cool. they are fine examples of the netball Victoria pathway, are they not? Like, if you, I think we need to put that on the website and just, <laughs> that's a great example. I mean, it, what you're talking about is everything, you know, resilience, um, perseverance, um, just all packaged together. Um, you now must be is, really proud hearing, hearing those stories. Cheryl. Yeah, definitely. And this is one of the things I'm always... Um, encouraging people of any age, but certainly as you're young and developing and growing to be involved in sport, uh, because it does, it, it gives you those lessons and gives you experiences to help build your resilience for other things. And it, and it gives you that ability to see how far you can push yourself and um, get the best out of yourself. And it's done in environment usually where you've got your mates around you and it's um, yeah. a bit of fun. So I love hearing that. I love seeing your smiling faces. <laughs> and it's great to know that you're, um, you're enjoying hub life. And are you, are you going to go for a swim? Are you guys beach babes? Um, well, I mean, I've got the bathers on. I wouldn't exactly call myself a beach babe. I've been in any, like, opportunity to be in the sun. But I do enjoy the water, so we might have a paddle. We'll see how we go. Nice. Yeah, we'll have a dip. I'll drag her in. Yeah. Well, I'm and, and just, anytime I'm near a beach, I have to go in the water. It doesn't matter if it's five degrees. So if you don't go for a swim and I'm sitting <laughs> here in Melbourne in the freezing cold, I'll be very... <laughs> 
Well, well it's funny you should say that. I saw it was 21 degrees. I was like, oh, 21, it's a bit cold for swimming. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sherelle, you just said that you would go for a swim if even if it's five degrees. I think it is five degrees now. So in your pop, out oh, to the bay, go and have a paddle. <laughs> oh, no, it's got to be a nice beach that I'm going for a swim. I'm not going to go to the, the river and dump myself in. <laughs> hey, can I just ask you, Quickly about uh, the match ahead because there's a little bit of revenge on the line here. We always exact some revenge uh, following um, our one loss uh, for the year. How have you gone uh, preparing for the match with the uh, the T Birds? It'll definitely be one to watch, and I think we did learn a lot from that last match. So, although Simone said to kind of check out some of the footage, it's definitely something that we don't want to dwell on. And she said that straight after the loss that with the quick turnarounds and being in the hub life, the second you start dwelling on things and overthinking things is when you get into a bit of a rut. So I think we learned the lessons that we needed to learn and yeah, hopefully it's good to hit out. Yeah, and that's and just give us a little bit of insight too, because I think um, the program perhaps slightly different from you girls who perhaps not on court as much as some of the other girls. You're I think you're doing some top up sessions. How how does that all fit in for you? What what's that experience like and having to try and fit those things around what's a pretty tight schedule? Um, yeah, I suppose it's been a little bit different um, of a schedule for us who are still trying to like, yeah, make sure that we maintain that fitness. Um, and we're lucky enough to have our strength and conditioning coach, um, John with us to take us through some of those sessions. And, um, he's been really good with just making sure that we sort of maintain that enthusiasm. And, um, recently we've actually been doing a few more court sessions with, um, Simone and Di, which has been really good to actually just get our hands on the ball a bit more. And, um, I know I was missing that a little bit. So it's been really nice to just do some of those um, footwork and ball work patterns and um, just keep building those connections with the girls on court. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're just really lucky to also be able to have those rest days as well. So, um, like today, we're just trying to make the most of it and just get away for the day. Can you tell your One. driver just to keep it steady, though? Because you oh, look yeah. like she's going <laughs> to be crazy. Going on. We're just shaking we're just... side to side. They're trying to find a park over the park. Oh, you're there. They're there. Okay. One last one before you go, because I did mention earlier that the media in and around Seymour, um, they love you, Elle, and on the border, um, Jack, they love you up there. I want to ask you about the media and which one of your teammates is on Media Street. Which one of your teammates loves the media and tries to throw herself in front of the camera more than anybody else? Oh, that's such a good question. It's got to be Kate Moyer, surely. She's got her face on a billboard now. She's yeah. <laughs> yeah, her face has followed us all the way to Brisbane. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, Kate or... Um, I was going to say Em and Joe with their dancing oh, and true. their TikToks they and, um, yeah, they do. They love, yeah. love the photos. And I think Joe puts a little bit of thought into her Instagram captions and things like that. So, um, yeah, she, she's got it covered. For the next prime minister. I know. <laughs> she just, she just does it all that one. Yeah. Unstoppable, yeah. really. Yeah. There's a reverse park happening as we speak too. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> 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 we swap drivers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who's driving now? The youngest in the car. Very good. Well, we better leave you to it um, because concentration is a must when you're on the road. Um, Ladies, thanks so much for joining us. It's been really, really refreshing. I've really loved the chat. Oh, thanks, Oh no, thank you so much for having us. We're a bit unconventional, but we very much enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, hopefully you didn't mind the road trip with us. <laughs> it was great. It, it was great, Chaz, wasn't it? And yeah. um, to you, before we go, what's your message to, to the fans ahead of another big week, action-packed week of netball for the Vixens? Yeah, another Uh-oh. big couple of games, of course, and you alluded to it before that um, it's... Uh, you know, a bit of a chance to, not redemption, but a, a chance to have another crack at a Thunderbirds team, which is in super form at the moment. They've got some really great strength all over the court. So I'm really looking forward, and I'm sure the fans will be uh, looking forward to seeing how the girls respond. And as Jackie said before, the lessons that they took out of that first game and how that applies um, to this next game coming up. So um, I think um, there's a lot to look forward to, and um, I can't wait to see... Uh, some of the youngsters out there potentially too over the coming weeks. So thanks, girls, for joining us. It's been great to chat. No, thank thanks, you so guys. Much for having us. And Jackie and Elle, I've got a little project for you. If you ma- if you happen to see a Kate Maloney billboard on your way to or from the Gold Coast, can you jump out and get a snap with it? Yes, oh, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. And we'll chuck it up on the website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, that was here if you need for another week. With thanks to Deakin University. Chaz, good luck with homeschooling today. We'll chat to you next week. Thanks, Dennis. See ya. <laughs> At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications now open.